Testing, testing, one, two, three, testing, testing, one, two, three. We are on the air. This is Thesis. Three, two, one, we are on the air. This is Thesis. Everything is everything. I am your host, Jay Marie. How's it going out there, folks? Hope you're doing well. Thank you for showing up and hanging out with us today. Coming to you live from Zombieland. Yes, sir. All right. Well, as you can see, I'm gonna, I'm dressed for a little cold because uh, we are uh, we got we got some snow here in, in Texas, so uh, we're hunkering down uh, for a day or two while the snow. Uh, we have to shut down whenever it snows. So I'm in the bunker. You know, it's uh it's all right in here. It's about 55 degrees in here. About. 18 degrees outside I think so we're all right we're all right I want to thank you guys for showing up and hanging out with us today um it's been a minute but I am healthy I am fine I am well and I am here now I want to thank you for showing up and checking in on us uh today it's it's been a minute uh and I um I am actually uh I'm I'm happy to be here I'm happy to be uh back <laughs> I know the last time we talked I said I wasn't going to take so long but eh, you know I had a couple things come up had a little procedure done and you know so it kind of took me out of the game for a couple weeks sort of but we're good no big deal este, but we're here so um, I was thinking a lot uh, as um, I, I couldn't think uh, up to the point where I had that procedure I was just my mind was just too focused on on, on other things Um but after uh, after we got that taken care of, STEM, I was thinking like, okay, uh, since we've been going kind of heavy, I want uh, you know uh, we should. Uh, I wanted to just because I'm I'm recovering a little bit from uh, that procedure, so I didn't want to get too heavy. I just wanted to have some fun, you know, um, and just kind of you know just kind of have a little fun today. So, STEM, the other day as I was uh, the reason I. The other day, I was um, as I was driving, right as I was working, um, I uh, put on some music and I just let it play on on some alternative mix and like it started playing like these old school jams, like from the you know alternative music and um, and it started it started bringing me back um, a lot of memories uh, to when I uh, to when I was younger and like rock concerts and stuff like that because I. I as as I was as I was growing up, I got to see a lot, a lot. Well, I don't know. I'm assuming a lot of shows. Um, Estee, and uh, I started thinking of all the different concerts and stuff that I went to. Estee, as I was growing up, and uh, man, I had some great memories uh, come back. And as I was playing different songs, different groups and stuff, and I was remembering seeing them in concert and stuff like that. So. You know, it just brought back so many awesome, fun um, things that I wanted to talk about. So we're going to talk about music uh, somewhat, but we're going to talk about more like concerts and the whole experience about, um, uh, you know, going to a concert and stuff like that. Um, many of you out there maybe are fans of music, you know, any kind of music. And, uh, you know, este, seeing live music performed, you know, at a venue, whatever, it's always, it's, it's pretty awesome. You know, and uh, it takes a certain kind of fan to, to you know, to go to a, a show. You know, because you got to get tickets and sometimes wait in line and whatever. Maybe buy scalp tickets, pay more. 
different things, right? If you're a fan and you want to see your group, your your singer or whatever, you know, you're going to do some things to 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 try to get some tickets, try to get into the show, you know, stuff like that, right? So, you know, when I was growing up, um, I was the youngest. Well, me and another cousin were like the youngest out of all of the cousins, right? And, um, and, and uh, I mean, of course, this is you're young, you know, you can't really be going to concerts. Well, I guess you can, but, eh, you know, back then. So I was like the youngest. And, and so everybody was going to concerts, my cousins and my brother and them and my sisters, they're all, cause they were all grown uh, a few years older. Right. So they were going to rock shows and stuff. And like, I was like, man, and I could never go or they would never let me go. I don't remember my parents. I just could never go. Maybe my cousins and then they were, I was too young, whatever. Cool. So I always wanted to go, you know, to see some some shows, right? So when as soon as uh as soon as I was old enough, well, well, hold on. Let's. So when I was in when I was when I was in high school, either a junior or a senior, my cousins, the rock people, the rock fans, concert fans, um, they got a job with the with the local security company, DNL Security, which did like um. You know, they did security for the concerts. They did security and ushering for the Mavericks games at the Reunion Arena. Those type of things, right? Uh, so they got a job working with that company. And I, I'm I'm thinking probably somewhat because, um, uh, because of wanting to be able to see some concerts. And so I'm sure that probably has something to do with it. Because that's what got me. <laughs> that's what got me. Uh, to want to go get a job there. I mean, the pay was just, you know, it was nothing. But you get to see basketball games. You get to see concerts. You get to see events, you know. You got to stand at the aisle and help people sit down and whatever. But you're there at the event. Um, and so it's it's a pretty cool gig for a high school student, you know. And so I, 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 I went and I jo- <laughs> got the job with them. Um, and we first started, the first thing that I started doing was, was the security at the Mavericks. Not security, but ushering, right? And uh, it was pretty cool. I mean, I, I, I wasn't, back then I wasn't a, a, a basketball fan or anything like that. I was just, you know, I just, you know, making a few bucks or whatever. And, uh. And so we'd we'd I'd had like a certain section and that was like my section. So every Maverick game I'd be at section one twelve or whatever and I'd show people to their seats or whatever. And uh those of you that are in Dallas and maybe remember how the reunion arena used to be, it was like the 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 middle section, center uh, center bowl or whatever, and then they had the lower bowl around the, the, the floor, right? Around the the court. But we had a gate. There was like a gate around that separated the uh, the 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 middle bowl from the lower bowl, and uh, they had these little gates. But they are all locked because they, if you were on the floor, they wanted you to go through the tunnel. Instead, not through, not walking down the aisle all the way down to the bottom, something like that, right? So, so. Um, so you know I'm <laughs> I'm working there and this is this is funny this always sticks uh this story always sticks out because it's like one of my first experiences with whatever you know uh so, <laughs> so I'm there and like there's a there's an older lady trying to jump over the uh um the the railing there you know and it has a lock on it you know and um so I see her she's actually like I mean this lady must be I don't know 65 70 something right and and she's trying to get over the thing, like actually climb over it. So I go down there and, oh, excuse me, ma'am, I'm sorry, uh, um, but it, you know, 
we don't we can't have you jumping over it then we don't want you to get hurt uh, if you would like let's walk up and i'll walk you through the tunnel and you can go down there and she she insisted she she's like no i'm right here my seat's right there you know pointing down to the floor which was like literally was a few aisles down right from where we were at uh but i'm all trying to be all you know rules and shit so oh, i'm sorry ma'am and this and that and so there's a little commotion sort of you know so one of the supervisors comes down oh no <laughs> no no before the supervisor comes down i told her well you know so when she says no i, I just jump over it i'm right there and i'm like no ma'am we can't you know same we can't have you jumping over the thing you might get hurt and then she says don't you know who i am <laughs> oh damn she says I'm Carl Malone's mama. I'm Carl Malone's mama. Like, oh, damn, because I guess we were playing whoever, you know, and Carl Malone was on the on the team, and she said, I'm Carl Malone's mama. So <laughs> so here comes the security, uh, the the uh, supervisors, right? They come, and, oh, Mrs. Malone, Mrs. Malone. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, you know what? It's okay. She said, I don't want to walk all the way back upstairs. Oh, okay, and I'm like, okay, so I just, I just stepped to the side. But they... Um, they got the key, you know, they went and got the key and unlocked the, the gate so she can walk through there and, and, you know, and they're just like, hey, you know, don't worry, she's cool. <laughs> I guess she's from Dallas or something and they kind of knew her because uh, Mrs. Malone and, you know, and I guess, listen, back then I didn't know anything about sports or, you know, anything like that. So, you know, but <laughs> that was like well, one of my first experiences with with uh, with being a security guard or whatever, you know, and it wasn't even security. It's a, it's the uh, usher. I was just an usher, you know, trying to be all square. So. <laughs> Carl Malone's mama, she almost put it on me. So anyway, so the the reason I got that job, right, was um, so I can see some shows, you know, because I, I, I'd never been to the concerts and stuff with my cousins and them. And I figured, okay, at least I'll see some shows. And sure enough, we did. And then, you know, it started off with like moody blues and stuff like that. Stuff that was like, oh, okay, pretty cool. But not necessarily stuff that I was like a fan of. Because when I was young, when I was in high school, you know, I, I liked um, alternative music. So I was listening like to Pearl Jam and those type of things, right? So, so you know, then those shows weren't really happening you know, um, it was just, you know, kind of old school rock and roll and stuff like that, which is pretty cool. Este, but then the, then the show started getting a little good. Like, so so there used to be this place called the Bronco Bowl. Y'all remember the Bronco Bowl, right? Uh, here in Dallas, it was a bowling alley, but it had a, it had a little a theater in the back. You know, maybe like a 5,000 people theater. Uh, and shows would come through there, man. Like, so... Uh, so the Ramones, the Ramones played with uh, Soundgarden, right? And like I wanted to go, so I signed up for the show, and I took an extra. I th I just put my work shirt above like one of my other concert shirts, and like they assign you, hey, you go over there, you know, just make sure nobody goes out through that back door or check tickets or whatever, you know, boom over there. All right, cool. And then everybody kind of just starts doing their thing. <laughs> yeah, woo! I took out my my company shirt, you know, tied it around my belt, whatever, and ah, I just walked down to the pit, you know, right in front of the stage, and like the Ramones was on, and ah, oh, dude, dude, that was a punk. Like if y'all if y'all never been like to a punk rock show, it's like, I mean, I don't know how it is nowadays, but back in the day, they was legit. Like the Ramones were getting down way, like. The pit, you know, if you were in the pit, like, everybody's moshing, everybody's, you know, everybody's slamming everything, dude. 
I ran into my homeboy Juanillo from the neighborhood. He's down there too with some of his homeboys and stuff like that. And hey, what's up, wait? What's up? <laughs> so when you're when you're in a so when you're in a mosh pit, it's it depends. It depends the setting. You know what what kind of you know where the play uh, where the show is at because because some places have like a horseshoe. A pit area, other places that are like outdoors, you know, in the fields, you'll get big ass mosh pits and stuff like that, right? But this is a small, smaller venue. It's like an auditorium, let's say, like the size of a school, something like that, you know, kind of, you know, decent size, but maybe a little bigger than that, twice as big, let's say. And uh, the front of the stage is an open space, you know, and that's where everybody's like moshing and stuff like that right so i see juanillo there and like he's like he's short lightweight you know maybe about a buck 30 you know buck 20 and uh he's there's this big ass dude this big ass white boy nigga big ass muscles and he's and he's he, <laughs> so we're jamming dude i'm right there like next to him and he tells that white dude say homeboy he, he he cupped his hands and he like he gave him like the sign like chunk me over your head like that he said chunk me chunk me homeboy was like come on and then we Get back, get back. We made a little aisle. We, you know, with your hands, you tell people, "Hey, get back!" Like so, we made a little aisle, like a running, you know, so you can have a little, a little uh, ramp, not ramp, but you know, a little running space, ten feet or something. So people were down. People were down back in the day in the in the pits and stuff. Like people are down. Right? Boom! Everybody, get back, get back. Sure enough, that nigga goes first. He starts running, <laughs> and then that dude just kind of like he. So he steps on. He, homeboy has his hands cupped, and Juanillo steps on his hand, and homeboy just flips him over the his head man Juanillo went flying over the crowd I mean I don't want to say I mean so let's say the average people there are, you know five six feet tall right so the average six feet tall he flew at least up into the seven seven and a half footer area <laughs> and wham landed on tire because people catch you eh people catch you wham and then you're lightweight you're good because there's 20 you land on top of 20 people you weigh 100 pounds, everybody's carrying, you know, whatever, five pounds each, whatever. It's nothing, you know. And if you're a big person, like, oh, hold on, up, baby. If you're a big baby, look, it's fun. But seriously, seriously, if you're like 160, 170, 180, ah, uh, hey, man, don't be, don't, be, don't be trying to crowd surf, like, up there. Don't be trying to crowd surf because people are going to let you fall away. Like, you might get up. A few of my people might, your homeboys, hey, yeah, let's get you up there. You might get up there, pero... Bro, once you start moving around and, and crawling, dude, people are going to be like, wow, this heavy-ass nigga, and then just let you fall. Wow, nigga, you're going to hit the deck. Nigga. That's happened a few times, way, but if you light and you small, you could crawl up there, nigga. You could pretty much walk, nigga, stand and like, walk on your knees, depending on how dense the crowds are and what kind of show you're dealing with. So Juanillo's flying around, boom. I did it once, but I didn't get that high because I, I, I wasn't too, you know, nimble or <laughs> whatever. Yeah, man. So that was uh, uh, and um, so the Ramones played, and then Soundgarden came. Chris Cornell, man, they were getting down way. So, uh, I I got in. I went into the crowd like at halfway through the Ramones set, and then I stayed in there halfway through the Soundgarden set, and then I came back out and put my shirt on. And even I remember my supervisor, whoever was in charge, like, man, where you been at? Where you been? Oh uh, man, I was uh, over there walking around. <coughs> I was walking around. I was uh, walking around. It's the, uh, but you know they know what time it is because you know it's the, cause, cause, hey, where were you? They probably saw me in the crowd. And shit, you know what I'm saying? Soundgarden, man, damn, bro, Chris Cornell. So yeah, so 
so that was like my first i was like yeah this this job is legit right so then there's shows that you want to go to that you're fans of and and let's say let's say you know i wasn't our company wasn't doing security you know i'd get a i'd get a a ticket and and then of course so like um i was remembering back so what i did is um i actually went online to look at older tour dates to try to remember some of these years and who and what uh because because I was in high school, so I kind of just remember, like, around the time. But, uh, so, I remember uh, the Beastie Boys. So, we had a place here in Dallas um, uh, where they would wrestle downtown called the Sportatorium. So, if y'all ever saw the Von Erichs, Kerry Von Erich, and, uh, you know, the Von Erichs wrestling, it was like a family. Um, they fought out of Dallas, and Dallas had, like, a little wrestling. Uh, it was called the Sportatorium, and it was downtown. And, uh... They had the, so the Beastie Boys came with a with a heavy metal group called Sepul, uh, Sepultura. They they came in '92 and they played at the Sportatorium. Man, that shit was legit, man. People were hanging from the rafters and shit. Like, bro, Beastie Boys go hard way. First of all, uh, Sepultura was hardcore, so like the mosh pit was crazy way. I I stayed out of I stayed out of that, but <laughs> but of course when the Beastie Boys come, everybody rushes to the front. You know what I'm saying? So so it's the and the way they had set it up, because that arena is so it's like a wrestling arena, right? I don't remember exactly. They must have walled off a certain area and put the stage. But I remember they had they had uh, beams and and pipes and rafters and stuff. And man, people were climbing on there, dude. And then they would just whew, let go and fall into the crowd. Bam! Oh, awesome way. So you know you're jamming like. And I was talking about earlier, like you know when you're like if you're in a mosh pit, it's different than when you're crowd surfing. When you're up there on top of the people. You know, a lot of things, <laughs> your etiquette is important because, you know, you're on top of people, you know, depending how you're stepping and what you're wearing and stuff. I'm jamming, dude, because I remember so once um, once the um, once the Beastie Boys came on and then everybody rushed, I rushed to the front. And and and, and so some of you, you know, those of you who might have not re who aren't really big concert goers or anything. You get mosh pits and stuff like that in hip hop groups because they weren't jamming rock and roll when I went. It was in ninety in uh, ninety two, you know. They were just doing their hip hop, and uh, uh, you get mosh pits and, and man, people are 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 crowd surfing and all that. Man, legit way. So everybody's jamming, everybody's jamming. Boom, you're hanging. I'm I'm like I'm I'm jamming out right. We're in the pit, and then next thing I know, crack somebody like a steel toe big ass boot. Like, I'm wearing something right now. Wham! Right on the side of my head. Crack. Oh, nigga got dizzy. Because <laughs> some dude, you know, he's up there crowd surfing, swinging his feet around and cracking people with his fucking boots and shit. So, you know, just in case, you know, depending if y'all ever try that, you know, just to try to remember a few things. Don't wear no big ass boots. You're going to be cracking people. So we saw the Beastie Boys at, um, I say we because I don't remember who I went uh, with. Must have been my my concert road dog. Is the I had a buddy named I haven't seen him in years. Um, but Absalom, we would go to a lot of these shows together. So I'm pretty sure it was probably me and him. If not, some I don't know. I would I would do some shows alone, but not too many because you know you don't want to be caught up in something by yourself. So as the uh, so then we we uh, we go to. Um, Y'all, you know, so the big music festivals that everybody sees and hears about and stuff. Nowadays, they do two or three days, which is pretty legit. But back then, they had, like, a, of course, a whole day festival. 
uh, Lollapalooza. And they had like two side stages in the main stage and like a little carnival atmosphere, basically. Pretty badass, dude. So like Lollapalooza 93, that was my senior year. Uh, we went, uh, uh, me and Absalom went and probably some of the other guys from school. But who was there? Allison Chains, Primus, Fishbone, Dinosaur Jr., and Rage Against the Machine. Este, uh, I remember at La at Lollapalooza, I didn't rush the stage because on those on those gigs, so they would be at a. Those of you who've been who live in Dallas or who have been to shows in Dallas, at the uh, it used to be called the Starplex, the Coca Cola Starplex, but then they, it changes the damn name all the time. But it has like a hill. It's an amphitheater, but it has like a, a badass hill. And uh, some shows you party on the hill because that's where the jam, you know, that's where you could smoke and that's where like everybody's kicking it, you know what I'm saying? So I know in Lollapalooza uh, 93, I just chilled uh, with, we were on just on the lawn. We didn't, we didn't rush the stage. Um, and that was pretty badass. Who was a rage? Uh, that was early on before I was a huge fan because I became a huge fan of Rage Against the Machine. I knew who they were though. Um, at that point, but I wasn't like a huge fan. Este, but Addison Chains, though, that was the jam. Este, Lollapalooza is badass because because it's like um, it's just like a, like a carnival, you know. Oh, when when you know, so anywhere you go, there's music. They got them side stages, and they usually depending on the place that they're at, they'll be separated one on one side. Then they got the main stage in the middle. Then you got let's say another another side stage on the other side, and they got some good side people i was looking at the list on um because uh, uh, see i was looking at the list of a bunch of different shows that i went to and on those on those festivals like Lollapalooza, man they had like cafe tacuba rage was on the side stage uh i think like in 94 cafe tacuba was on the side stage in 93 you know uh uh you could see some badass groups man that's the thing though is back in the day man back in the day you could see some of these groups at venues, and we'll talk about some of them here in a bit. But but at venues where, like, you're up close and, like, man, man, I don't even know if you could do that anymore. You know, because groups blow. When they blow up, they blow up. So it's like if you didn't catch them at the clubs when, they're doing, when they were doing clubs, they blow up, man, good luck, you know, catching them at a... You might end up, you know, had to see them in a big-ass stadium, which is fine. But nothing nothing compares to that... The, the up close and personal, you know, um, when you're in, in a small place, you know, like, 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 like the, the, uh, uh, Bronco Bowl back there, it was like, like I said, 5,000, maybe five, 6,000, you know, seat joint, you know, so it was, it was, it was, a, uh, you know, it was comfortable, you know what I'm saying? It's different because you're up and close. And then the way the stages were in the pits and stuff, it was like, you can, you'll be able to stand on the, on the pit wall and then flip off you know back into the crowd like they would let you do that stuff nowadays i don't even know if they allow any of that stuff i mean you pretty much gotta <laughs> you pretty much gotta you know take over the <laughs> take over the the whole floor you know like the whole the whole floor area in front of in front of the stages because um you know it gets pretty wild down there but depends on on depends on the the show uh, where you're at and the security too because they can act a fool. <laughs> I've gotten cracked a few times. Like, oh, we used to crack people too though. We used to crack people too. So so at some of those shows like at that Bronco Bowl place before, you know, uh, before I, I became a big old concert, you know, goer and all that, like I'd be in the horseshoe area checking tickets and when people would rush, you know, you 
you grab them, boom, and then you throw them back up there. Like that was the that was the fun part about this about this gig is like at concerts, especially like at right uh, you know like at the Starplex or at uh, at Bronco Boy and some of these other areas where where people rush the stage or rush to the to the pit. You know, you had a lot of action catching them and tackling them or whatever, and then throwing them back up there. You know, it gets it gets really wild. I, I had to I had to rough a couple of people up. I was a little ass nigga too, but uh, I got roughed up. I got rough. I got my ass cracked one time as I was rushing. I don't even know what what I I can't remember what show it was. I think it was like Edge Fest. It was one of the Edge Fests because they kicked me out. Way I was <laughs> I was rushing to stay. Somebody was coming on. I don't even know who it was. I don't remember. I was I was trying so hard. I was looking at the list. I don't remember. All I know is, oh yeah, let's go. And when we and we all started running, and this <laughs> big old black dude security guard, he saw me and he just, wow, he just kind of like in my face, you know what I'm saying? And then he grabbed my shirt and my shirt tore off. And then uh, I don't even remember, but I I do remember getting kicked out like right after that. So I don't, but I don't think they. Drag me. I don't. I don't. Honestly, I don't remember what happened, but I do remember getting punched <laughs> and my shirt ripped off of me and kicked out of a of the damn uh, one of the damn festival shows. So that's uh you know <laughs> it's kind of it kind of comes with the territory sometimes if you're gonna be rushing the stage because technically you're not supposed to be up there, right? Because they can they can put you on trespassing. Hey, your your seats are out there or your seats are up there. You know, if they want to get bullied, if the security wants to get bullied or whatever, yeah, they they'll uh, you know, they'll they will pull something like that. You know what I'm saying? So you know, you gotta you gotta be careful like what you do, uh, stuff like that because they'll, you'll get an ass beaten. They'll beat your ass. Like, don't try to run backstage. If you run on the stage, damn, you be use your mind, use your head. Cause I've been on stage before, but. But but we'll we'll uh, we'll I'll give you some examples here in a bit. But if you if you ever make it on stage, like man, you better act right. You know what I'm saying? It, you better act right because you will get your ass pounded, and they'll 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 do a number on you. But you know if if the if it depends where you are and who who you're watching. You know what I'm saying? So so like y'all. There's like this whole, we used to see all kinds of music, heavy metal, alternative and all this, right? So there's this group called Guar. Some of you might have heard it. If not, look it up. G-W-A-R. They're like, it's not even heavy metal. It's like, I don't even know what you want to call it. But they wear these costumes, like monsters. There's like all of them. Everybody's wearing something. Boom. And then they have these props and dragon comes out and he eats one of them. Suits and props and puppets and like legit way but crazy they blood and they chop a monster's head off and blood start squirting on all the people why so (laughs) so when i heard they were coming like of course we gotta go and i think i think me and my sister went uh and some of our friends i'm not i don't remember but i um i know i was there and and um and it was at it was at deep ellum live which is a club like Bronco Bowl held held five thousand people. Deep in them live, maybe a thousand, something like that. You know, maybe a thousand, eight hundred, maybe. Legit up close in front of the stage is right there, like right in front of you. Like it's like three feet. There's not even no oh pit wall, nothing. There's some guys there, like kind of keeping. But you know, at them type of places, are oh, you can get on stage. Bad. As a matter of fact, 
at a Guar show, they encourage that sort of stuff. Like, because it's a performance. They got, like I said, they got, like, axes and swords and monsters. Look, if you're listening to this right now, you need to pause the show. Just Google Guar on YouTube, whatever. Check it out. These dudes are, they're pretty awesome. Like, this, this, it's a spectacle. It's a quite a spectacle, bro. It's the, so, so we're at Deep Ellum Live. We're jamming, Guar, jamming. You're getting all full of blood, like fake blood and stuff, you know, guts and monster guts and whatever. And uh, hell yeah, dude. So so since those security guards are really cool, they're letting people jump off the stage and all that, right? Hell yeah. I said, fucking let me get up there. And all you need is a little boost away because it might be three. The, the the stage might be like three feet tall, like right there, you know. So just quick boost. You just hop up on there. Boom. Voila. Hell yeah. Or or. or as a matter of fact, no, no, it depends how packed it was. And I think, as a matter of fact, I was crowd surfing. And then what they do is you, they're, the people push you towards the front. And as, as you get towards the edge, they'll chunk you on stage. So, hell yeah, nigga, I'm, I'm going in there. Boom, boom. So, you land on the stage. I land on the stage. And hell yeah, you just kind of like, you know, you throw up the, you know, you throw up your, your, you know, the horns or whatever. And you like whatever. And then you can like run and flip off. You know, into the crowd. So I got on the stage, boom, and then I just threw up the, the you know, the, the the little horns, and then I was about to jump back into the crowd. I had my back towards the the group that were jamming, and one of them, <laughs> one of them dudes had like a sword. So if you can imagine, like a, a broom, right? Imagine a broomstick. It's pretty long, but then there's a foam, hard foam, spongy but hard, you know around it like a sword so it's foam but it's there's there's a stick underneath it because it's sturdy it's so i'm like uh, i threw my thing up i was about to jump back into the crowd and this dude comes behind me and whack like i'm not even playing dude it wasn't like you know playing around like bah, get out no nah, this motherfucker said whack I swear, I swear to god i swear to god that shit went crack ah dude i was like oh damn nigga. i just fell i I fell into the crowd like, like you know, like that nigga killed me. You know, like if you would have seen it in, a, in a, you know, with a little animation or something, it came up, cracked me in the back with a sword. Ah, I just got, and then I just fell into the crowd. Poof, that shit hurt, fool. That nigga hit me good too, though. <laughs> oh, dude, that shit hurt like a motherfucker. And then so at Guar, you know, you get out of there, and you know. You're all full of coloring and, you know, blood and guts and whatever it is. Because there's, like I said, dragons. Like, check out the video. Dragon comes out and he'll eat one of them. Bro, and then they all start killing the dragon. And while they're jamming. That's just legit, right? nigga. It's them. All right. So, uh, that was at uh, Deep Ellum Live. Oh, shit. You don't know about this. Flock. That's them. So, I have one of my favorite... There's a group called um, uh, Los Fabulosos Cadillacs. You know, some of you might have heard of them. They're from Argentina. They're like, they, they've been jamming for like 30 years or something. Like, they make music, bro. It's like, there's probably like 10 or 15 people in that group. Trumpets and, you know, one of those almost like an ensemble of, you know. But, man, they jam. Anyhow, they never tour, you know, ever, ever. I don't even know. I was trying to find. Uh, I couldn't find any information. 
you know, they you'll, you'll hardly ever see them on tour in America. You know what I'm saying? But I love this group, bro. And sure enough, they came to Dallas and at Deep Ellum Live. And that was, uh, it had to have been around the same type, uh, around the same years, 94, 95. I couldn't find it. But it was at, uh, it was at, uh, at, at, uh, uh, no, you know what? It might have been a little bit later than that. Yeah, probably like 97, 98, but it was at Deep Ellum Live. It was so cool. Um, So they jammed, of course, because they got the whole ensemble on stage. It's like, like I said, they got trumpets and, you know, like wind, percussion, and all kinds of like an orchestra almost. And they play such great music. And what, one thing that we would always do, what we would try to do is as a fan, you know, when the show's over, people leave, whatever. Fuck that. Go to the back. Let's go out back and stand by the bus. Maybe we could, you know, meet them, shake their hand, get an autograph or something. You know, because might, you might have to stand around for a while, but man, you'd be surprised. A lot of these uh, performers, and like they're, they're you know, they're, they're more than happy to to say what's up and to spend some time with the, with the fans, especially, you know, people who, who love their music, you know, fans who just, like, love what they do, you know. Hell yeah, come on in. So what we did is um, <clears throat> we went around the back because uh, Deep Ellum Live is, like, like I said, it's just a little club. They, didn't have, they probably didn't have no, no dressing room or none. So as soon as they got done with their set, you know, they went outside and went into their bus, which was out in the alley. So me and Absalon go around the back and just, hanging out by the tour bus and uh, sure enough after about 15 minutes they open the door and one of them guys comes out and say hey what's up man uh in spanish right because they're from argentina so we you know we say hey and they're like come on in and, and they let us onto the bus and you know hey i just you know hey we're, we're huge fans man and they say yeah what's up what's your name and this and that so i got to meet some of the guys i don't remember their names because there's a whole bunch of them but you know just you know just kind of it's kind of cool you know to be able to to meet them and, you know, like asking them where they're going next or whatever and what they think about America, whatever. You know, we just we just had a few minutes with them, but we were maybe in there for like, I don't know, five or ten minutes, you know. And I'm sure I got an autograph, but a lot of this stuff gets lost. I was now I do have Weezer's autograph. It's in there. I didn't want to go dig it out, but that's another show. Uh, so Weezer came to Trees STEM. Trees is another little club in Deep Ellum here in Dallas. Uh, those of you who know Trees, it's a, it's just a little bitty club, bro. And if you can imagine Weezer, uh, they were there in uh, 95 uh, on the Blue Album tour, the very first Blue Album. It's them. And, uh, of course, I was a huge fan, and me and Absalon, oh, they're going to be at Trees. We we were bummed because, because a couple months before Weezer, Nirvana played at Trees. Uh, and we missed it. Man. Like, we... we because back in the day, those groups, like I was saying, those groups would do the club scene. Like, they'll show up in town and, you know, a, a, a couple weeks notice or, or something. And if you got, you know, if you didn't get in, you didn't get in. And that was it. And Nirvana at Trees. Weezer at Trees. But shit, we went to Weezer because we were fans, you know, huge fans. Oh, man, it was awesome. Way Like, I don't even know the size of how big Trees is. This is little. So here goes back to that uh, experience that I was talking about earlier is like that up close and personal feeling like with one of your favorite groups. You know what I'm saying? They're like right there, nigga, at trees, at trees. The stage wasn't even three feet tall. Maybe, maybe, well, yeah, like three, okay, maybe three feet tall. Right there, right there, no pit, no nothing. 
tree. There's a club, like a damn club. Way jamming, way. So the the uh, uh, the people that the management and the people that treated the security guard, they were cool, man. They were letting people mosh. You could get on stage and flip. Man, this one kid way. Oh, dude. And here's the thing, folks. Here's one thing that I'm getting excited. Like, like I'm getting stoked because it, it's reminding me of those feelings. Look, some of these things, you know, you're in the crowd, right? They're jamming, you know. And so, so I was about to say, there's, there was, so we're in the middle, and there's these pillars that hold up the roof, right? And, and there's one, like, right in the middle of the, where the crowd is, and this kid starts shimmying up that sucker. Oh, oh, everybody's pointing, everybody like, yeah, yeah. Dude, Weezer, fucking boom. Everybody's like, yeah. And he keeps going, he keeps going, like, to where he can almost touch the roof, you know, but he's on the pole, he's hugging the pole, shimmying up. And then he's like, everybody's like, let go, come on, jump, jump. And he's like, you got me, though. He was a little scared. Was like, I guess when you're up there, I don't know, 10, 15 feet, you know, probably a little over 10 feet, maybe. Este, este. He was like, y'all got me, though. Y'all got me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he just let go of the pole and kind of pushed back. And, oh, dude. And he just lands. Boom. All of this while they're jamming your favorite music, bro. Like, what? Weezer, nigga. Bam. Damn, nigga. That shit was legit. Fuck that. So the stage is right there. I'm right in front. Like, we're in the crowd. You're surfing, you know, fucking whatever. I'm right there. And, yeah, they had, like, two security guards, I think, right in the front. And they were just kind of keeping people, you know, you could eventually get on but and flip off, whatever. But, they were, you know, they what they do is they keep people away as much as they can. But, you know, you get. <laughs> Woo. So I work my way to the front. I'm right there, and, and my plan is, I'm not, I mean, it's a club, but I work my right to the front of the stage, so my plan is I'm going to get on stage, flip off the monitor. That's them. You know, do a flip off the monitor that's in front of the stage. And so I'm right there, and I'm like, all right, well, I got one security to the right, one security to the left. I'm like right in the middle. I split them niggas right in the middle. And then so people are crowd surfing, and they're like, ah, reaching one way, pushing that way, that way. There's no pit. There's no pit. The stage is right there. They're just in front of the stage. And uh, sure enough, at the same time, this dude on the, my right side reaches that way to the right. And the other guy reaches to the left. So there's, I, they even got split even more. Because one's reaching that way, one's reaching I put my, <laughs> I put my foot on the stage. Uh, and I was in such a, you know, I wanted to get up there. Whew, and I tripped over the monitor. So I did get on the stage, but I kind of tripped over the monitor. And I knocked the micro, the dude that was jamming, singing. No, well, yeah, because he was, I remember, it was the microphone. Or maybe one of the, the side guy, the guy with the guitar. But he, he was, had the guitar, and boom, nigga, I dropped the microphone. Crap. Oh, shit, so that nigga just got back. Music didn't stop or none. They just kept jamming. And, uh, and, uh, it's that song, Only in Dreams. I'll never forget that song because of that moment. Because I got on stage. Boom, nigga, drop the microphone, and they're just jamming. And when you hear that music, it's like badass music. Huh? Oh, shit. So I just looked at them, and then they were like looking at me, jamming, smiling. I looked at the security guards. They were just looking at me like, come on. <laughs> like, we do your thing or whatever. Hell yeah. So I, again, I threw up the horns, and then I took like two steps, and then I, I off the monitor, wait. I stepped off the monitor and did a flip. And they caught me. Wow, hell yeah, nigga. And then they threw me back up there again. 
And then, then you just, then again, you just get on the edge and then you just jump off. They got a sweet way. Bam, nigga, nothing more beautiful than that. Like, a memory like that, you know, your favorite group, some amazing music, and then, you know, you get to, <laughs> you get to interrupt the show. You get to interrupt the show, not really, because they kept jamming, but that nigga got on stage, you nigga dropped the microphone. Damn, dude, that was legit, way. Straight up flip off that bitch. I did a flip off the, off the monitor, so, boom. Exciting, you can see, you can hear me, I'm losing my breath, and nigga getting a little stuck there remembering that shit, wait. Damn, what else? That Weezer. So we got to meet them too. We did the same thing after the show. We hung around. The bus was right in front of the door of the club. A couple people hung up, you know, but, you know, they, they don't, sometimes you get lucky, they might come out right away. But if you wait around, you know, 15, 20 minutes, they're going to come out. And sure enough, we got to meet them. I got their autographs. I still got the, <laughs> it's inside. It's on the blue cover. Fun, man, at trees, bro. You you know, nowadays, good luck on ever experiencing something like that, you know, at, at, a, at a small joint. You know, it's very rare nowadays. Uh, let me see. <sighs> Beastie Boys, Weezer, Guar. Oh, I like a Limp Biscuit and Cypress Hill. They played at, they had a show at the Bronco Bowl, right? And like, I didn't have a ticket and uh, I didn't call my people at the, they knew the guys that worked there, right, to let me in. Like, the guy who let me in, my my supervisor, our supervisors or whatever, but you let them know ahead of time, hey, can you let me in the show? Yeah, come on. I didn't tell. I didn't, because it was like, whatever. I didn't know ahead of time, whatever. So I said, damn, how am I going to get in? All right, so what I did is I bought a big-ass sack of weed, nigga. I mean, I always had weed, but I took a big-ass sack, like, bam. I don't know, a half an ounce or something. <laughs> I bagged it up. And then I, I kind of hanging around by the back, you know, by the back of the building. There's some of those DNL guys, you know, some of the security guys are there. And I'm like, all right, so I'm peeping out. I'm peeping gay. Like, who, who am I going to hit up? Because my, my thing was, I'm just going to offer somebody some weed. But it has to be somebody who <laughs> looked like, look like they smoked. So Humble was, there was a couple people there, but I didn't want to hit up the old school guy. So there was a kind of younger dude. And I said, what's up, man? What's up? Hey, what's up, eh? I said, uh, hey, uh, I just, I was just straight up, like, I didn't try to, you know, curve, ball, nothing. Hey, uh, got a fat ass sack of weed, you let me in. He said, give it here. And I just, <laughs> I put it in his hand. He looked down, he, bam, he put it in his pocket. Come on. Man, this dude walked me in through the back way, through the back of the stage, like, some back door, someone walked back of the stage. And, uh, you know, by the, I remember passing the, um, uh, the green room, not the green room where uh, the you know where the groups are hanging out before they play because I, I wasn't sure who was on stage. It was one of the opening acts, and I saw them when I walked by. But he was like, "Just keep moving, though, don't stop." And then he just he walked me all the way into the onto the floor, into the horseshoe, not the the bowl, you know, the the floor part of you know, not at the top and whatever. He's like down there. Hell yeah, nigga. So. I got to see Cypress and Limp Biscuit at the Bronco Bowl. Nigga, I got in for a sack, nigga, a big old fat ass sack, like, like a half an ounce, but it was well worth it. That shit was legit, man. Let me see, <laughs> Limp Biscuit, Cypress Hill. That's that. Um. Oh man, dude, Rage Against the Machine uh, came to four awards. I didn't look up. I didn't look up that because this was many years later. 
I didn't look up the date, but I just remembered right now. I got three tickets, or th- I don't remember. I got I got three tickets. I just I know I I was gonna be there because I was a huge fan, way. And they came to the Will Rogers Coliseum. It's like a rodeo arena. So if you know how a rodeo arena is set up, you know there's like a six, seven foot wall that goes all the way around, and the stage was down there at the end of the floor part. So if you're if you had seats, you're up there. But if you had general admission, you're down there on the, you know, I don't even think they had any. They probably did. They probably had a section with seats, but that's where like, oh, bro, ah, oh, here's the amazing. Here's like some of these things when people rush like when people rush the stage, it's it's quite a scene, bro. So so you know everybody's anticipating. You know it, it's in, it's intermission between the opening act and whatever. Ray, we know Rage is about to come on. Everybody's anticipating it. The lights go off. Boom, dude. It was like a I, my seat was way in the back somewhere. Like I didn't care. I just wanted to be in the house. As soon as the lights went off, it was like um like a tsunami, like an overflow of people over the edges. All you see is. And of course, that's, that's what I was going to do already. That was the plan. You jump off the, I don't know, seven foot wall, or whatever, boom. And I just, okay, I went with my two or three of my friends and like, hey, if we get separated, we'll just meet up, whatever. I ran and straight to the front way. Oh, I made it all, pushed my way to the front. And I stayed in the front right there in the pit way uh, through the whole set. Rage against the machine. Damn, man. They go, they go hard with them. Them pits go crazy. So, as as the time went on, these mosh pits and stuff like when it was punk rock, it was more like fun. Now as 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 time went on, man, these pits got deadly weight. Like niggas are swinging elbows and chunking. You know, like they go into the chunk almost. You know what I'm saying? You can look up some videos. You want to like damn stick somebody stick that fool because he's just swinging his elbows. You know, but that's the game though, nigga. That's the game. So 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 I was at a, I was at I was at Edge Fest one and two. Or Edge Fest two, I don't. Uh, I'm. I think it was Edge Fest one or two, and I was at Edge Fest twenty, which was at uh, which was uh, what was that? Two thousand ten. Yeah, uh, yeah. Edge Fest twenty was in two thousand ten. That's the Thirty Seconds to Mars, Limp Biscuit, Deftones, Flyleaf, and then of course a whole bunch of other groups, but. 30 seconds, man, damn, dude, they went hard, nigga, the Deftones, so, as I was talking about mosh pits, the Deftones mosh pits, and I was, I was in there, because, like, I was, like, fuck it, you know, because it was a minute, it was a couple years ago, so I still kind of felt a little froggy, man, big old giant white boys, nigga, wow, wow, and they're swinging them bowls, nigga, like, for real, I'm in there trying to, you know, I'm OG, nigga, old school, not trying to kill nobody, <laughs> the nigga, they try to take each other's heads off, work. Damn, fool. So I, I stepped, I got in there for a little bit, but I got out, dude. I had, I had my homeboy, uh, Drew was there, and he was a big old tall white dude. He seen me getting, he seen me getting crunched, and he was like, nah, man, come on, man. Cause, cause I'm a little Mexican dude, you know, so I'm tiny, I'm tiny. I'm sick, I'm five, 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 six, five, five, six, so I'm a little guy. That's that. So, so the death tones, that pit was like crazy. That's that. So I stayed down there on the floor. Uh, 30 seconds to Mars. Oh, damn. If y'all like their music, then you know what I'm talking about. 30 seconds, they're international. So some of y'all out there around the world, you like, you know, you know 30 seconds, you love 30 seconds. If not, check them out. 
That's that. So, so you know, one thing about being a a a, a concert goer and all that stuff, like you know the gig already. You know what I'm saying? Like this nigga starts talking, and he's like, "All right, I'm gonna need." As soon as I heard that, boom, get me up. I started crawling towards the front. And yeah, sure enough, I'm going to need the next 30 people to get on the stage for a video. Fucking crawling, nigga, down. Nigga, I'm making my way to the front. And sure enough, everybody's going. Everybody's going. And they're going to count you up, nigga. They're going to count you up. Damn, way. I'm like one of the first groups. I'm in the first group of people. I'm like in the first five or six group getting to the front. Like, oh, shit, nigga. I'm crawling. I'm crawling. Man, I must have stepped on somebody wrong. My knee somehow, whatever. I don't, I don't know how heavy I. I don't think I was that heavy. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I wasn't. I don't remember. I don't remember because it was, it was. But nigga, right as soon as I was gonna get to the to the wall of the pit, ah, oh, they let me go. I went straight down. No, no. And after that, that was it. If nobody helps you up once you fall down, like to get back on top, that was it. And sure enough, we started counting them up. One, two, three, four, five. He got everybody up there. Nigga, I would have been on there. Sure enough, they they filmed a clip for, uh, um, what song is it? I don't know, but there's like, everybody says, go, 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 or something like that. It's that, and like, he had them all up there, dude. Ah, dude, I would have been up there. It was fun, though. <laughs> it was fun. Because that was like the, like, like, that was like my last great hurrah, basically, you know? As far as, uh, as far as, um, you know, like, mosh pits and all that, because I was already grown. <laughs> already grown. I was... That was uh, 10 years ago, eh? 2010, yeah, a little over 10 years ago, so I was already grown, nigga. Can't be fucking around no more. Este, what else? Let me see. I said I wrote a bunch. Of, I have been to a lot of shows, like crazy shows. Um, Café Tacuba. Uh, my sister gave me a VIP pass, um, and they played at this little club, too, downtown. And that was in... Uh, uh, must have been like... Oh, no. You know what? I was looking that one up. I couldn't find that one. But I had the backstage pass and my stuff, but all the moving around and stuff, I lost it. But I had, um, so I had the pass and it was crazy because it was like a club. Like there's, I, I can hang out in the back. So I went back there. Hey, what's up, guy? I met them. I love their music. I met them. We took a shot and we're talking, you know, I, I don't, we might've smoked a joint or something, a blunt or something. They had a little green room. They had a little dressing room before, you know, because they had an opening act. Uh... And, uh, man, that shit was legit. It was at a place downtown called, it was a club called Monopolies. Oh, yeah, old school niggas out there. It was called Monopolies. And on the dance floor, they had the Monopoly, uh, dance floor look like the Monopoly board. Y'all OGs out there. Y'all remember, y'all remember Monopolies. It was there. Um, because, you know, they were, they were famous in Mexico, but in America, they were barely coming up. You know what I'm saying? And I love I got to meet them too. So I took pictures, autographs, everything. Damn, did I had all of that somewhere. It's buried somewhere or I might have lost it. I haven't seen that in a minute. And what else? Let's see. Uh, you know what? Let's. Oh, of course. Ah, they got, man. So, so uh, there was a. Remember, we're talking about the um, the festivals. You know, a lot of Palooza, Edge Fest. Oh, nigga, Oz Fest. Damn, dog. Damn, nigga. A bunch of concerts that I haven't even talked about. But you know what? One more, one more, one more. Flock up and smoke tour, two thousand. Damn, nigga. Hey, all of y'all, all of y'all that are from the hood, all of y'all who you know, y'all probably went. If you're from Oak Cliff, you were probably at that show. <laughs> it was uh, 
you know, of course, Dr. Dre, Snoop, Cube, M, D12, Warren G, the DLC, like, it was bananas way. We were all there. Me, Flock, I know probably Tim, uh, wait, 2000. Yeah, probably, I don't know. Everybody was there. I know you were there, like, look, I know y'all were there. Y'all were there. We all were there. It was amazing. Uh, one of the things that I do remember, because we were so stoned, that, of course, you can't remember, you can't remember so much, is that, was, uh, y'all remember the old school Titan blunts? They're, like, big, nigga. They're not, like, them cigarillos. They're big, like, cigar. Bam. But, you know, you could, we used to fill them suckers up. So I got, like, two boxes of them Titans. And, and it might, yeah, one or two boxes. But stuff boom and they would let you in like they they wouldn't even they just metal detect you and they see that about with it oh all right boom let it man we're chiefing nigga everybody was chiefing the whole place we stayed on the on the on the lawn the whole place nigga up a smoke tour baby 2000 damn bro that was like when the chronic came out you know what i'm saying damn damn chronic too you know what i'm saying amazing way same same atmosphere but in the crowd hip-hop you know you Got Eminem on stage, Dr. Dre, Q. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, bro, amazing. Freaking amazing, dog. Music. Music is amazing, dog. And when you get to experience these things, it just feels like, you know, it leaves an imprint. It leaves an imprint. There was a, there was a, one of the shows we went to, it rained. It was either Edge Fest or Lollapalooza. It rained. And we were at the, at the Starplex and they have that hill. It started raining. They made a, people started sliding in the middle and messing up the grass. They made a mudslide. And there were people, so, so you were running, everybody's getting wet, sliding down the hill in the mud. Nah, man. Like, Woodstock. Oh, that was that same year where Woodstock happened. The other Woodstock, the 25-year anniversary, whatever, 30-year anniversary Woodstock. It was that same year because I remember I was, like, jealous that I couldn't. We're not jealous, but I was like, man, I wish I could have gone to Woodstock. Shit, we had our own little Woodstock, mini Woodstock here at Dallas, you know, at the, at the Starplex. It was amazing. It was mud. Hill, it was man, music, damn, bro, so many amazing memories, so many amazing memories. Music is amazing, you know, and experiencing it like that live with your friends and in the crowds is just awesome. Some of these things I don't even know if it's ever gonna be possible again. Mosh pits and crowd surfing and all that, jumping off a stage, nigga, jumping off a stage, doing a flip off the stage into the crowd. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> ah, damn. Damn, that's amazing, dog. So many, so many amazing memories. Listen, if you're a fan of music, get a show in. You know, if depend how old you are, you know, like, don't get hurt. You know, but enjoy, enjoy it. You know, enjoy it while we can. Enjoy it while you still can. Make some memories out of it because, uh, you know, it's 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 awesome. It's just awesome being there, seeing it live, seeing your favorite musicians live. Now, I actually got a show that's coming up. Hopefully they don't reschedule. They rescheduled it twice already, two years in a row, because of COVID. LP, she's coming to the House of Blues. I can't wait. I'm excited about that. That's gonna be till May. So we'll see about that. Okay. Well, you know what? We're gonna go ahead and wrap it up because it is getting cold. You can see my breath because it's getting cold in here. But uh, I want to thank you guys. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you enjoyed the show. I hope you enjoyed the stories. And if you did, I want to thank you. And um, if you did, uh, please tell your friends. You know. Este, tell your friends about our show. Let them know what we do here. Este, and if you're new to the show and you like what you heard, please hit the subscribe button. 
Instead, you're gonna to want to go over to our Facebook page and our YouTube page to see our videos and share. We have shareable content on Facebook. Uh, we have all our videos on YouTube. Estem, and then of course we're our home base is Spotify so we would like to have you subscribe there if you did like what you heard and please tell your friends Estem, I want to thank you guys for hanging out with us um, I, it's always a pleasure to be here with you guys I'm sorry I mean it this time I'm not gonna take I'm not gonna take so long this time I'm better I'm good I'm not gonna take so long this time to come back and talk to you guys again so so hit the subscribe button check back soon because we don't put out content every day um, I want to say I love you guys. I want to thank you for for spending time with us here for spending time with me and uh, In the meantime, please take care of yourself stay safe out there uh, Take you know be safe take care of yourself stay healthy and uh, We'll talk soon. All right guys. Love you. Stay safe. Peace out This is thesis